Hello, welcome to the Caught the Mic podcast, where we get real about what life can look like when we don't let God into our most painful places to heal and renew us. Please join us as we chronicle not only my story, but many stories of hope, healing, and a rediscovered purpose. This is Gigi, your host, along with my husband, who's my executive producer, Joe Lopez. Welcome to what I call the preseason episode. What I'm doing today is unique. I'm releasing a special episode for mothers on Mother's Day. If there are any mothers out there like me that have placed their calling or gifts on the back shelf, I just want to encourage you this Mother's Day to dust them off, bring them forward, and share them. This is a gift to you and a gift to my children. I have my oldest, Annalise. Annalise is married to Matthew with two beautiful children. My uh, middle daughter, Alexis, has brought into our world sweet little Tatum. And then my son, Samuel, has brought into my world another daughter, Summer Grace. This is to my little crew, um, who year after year after year has encouraged me and cheered me on to release my gifts in spite of my silence and the seasons where I felt not capable, not worthy not good enough. This year, it's just time to put that in the past and move forward and share. And I know I'm not the only one that's done that, um, that sat in long, long, long periods of silence. So it's to honor my children today and to encourage women out there, men alike, if you have um, also just sat in silence and have something to say. The letter is for you. This is the first time I'm doing a broad release or recording of a piece, really, that I've written. Um, I write and I keep them to myself. And I don't know if anyone out there is like me in this way either, but um, I'm a pretty harsh critic of myself. So my process has been messy, (laughs) messy to say the least. I started off with this frame of what I should sound like um, and then what I didn't sound like and what I should sound like and what what I should look like. Um, And, you know, I came to the conclusion that I don't do poetry slams. I can rap, but that's something the Lord used to introduce me into the industry to get to do ministry with my brother. Um, And so, you know, it let me be a part of the very early times of the Christian hip hop movement. And I'm so honored that God decided that I should be in that place. However, today it's time I get back to being what my brother told me. Hey, one day, one day when, um, you know, we're too old to rap, which there's really not even a thing like that. Cause man, so many of the rappers are they're just getting better with time. Okay. Um, For me, I would say that it's not a matter of being too old to rap. It was a matter of I was introduced to it and coached through it by my brother, who's truly like that was his passion and gift. And you know what? He would never have um, out-aged rap. This this guy would be thrown down today. (laughs) It was his passion. It's just what he did from when he woke up to when he went to sleep. I would say 
that while he was doing that, I was writing poems. And he would tell me, you'll get to get back to that one day. For now, let's just, let's put it to a beat. Danny put everything to a beat. <laughs> and he wanted his little sister alongside him. So again, I'm, I'm thankful. And I'll actually get into some things about what it was like being um, really one of the first female Christian rappers. And oh my goodness, that was quite a journey. The questions pastors had for me, the writers and the things that were included in contracts that I don't think were ever in um, in a male rapper's contract, unless they were also asked, what are they going to wear while they perform? <laughs> I'm a PK. Don't worry. I will wear a long skirt or pants under it. Um, yeah, it was, it was a mess, but we'll get into that another time. <laughs> My point is that um, I had to pay attention to how God wired me. And although I tried to continue to write to a beat, it wasn't coming. And when I tried to read it with attitude, like some of the most amazing performers I watch on, on YouTube, and I think that's what I do at poetry slams. Let me do those. Well, I've walked into places and done them, but you know, I'm past the season of like being whatever others think I should be or what I think others think I should be, right? So here I am. Couldn't even think of a name for it. If it's not exactly poetry, not exactly spoken word, not exactly rap, can I keep attitude when I want? I hope so. Does it always have to rhyme? It may not. Rap's come a long way, so I'm amazed with what they're doing, but I can only do what is wired within me. And so I decided I'm a storyteller. I tell stories and sometimes they'll rhyme and sometimes they'll have a different voice or a different flow about them. That's just the best way I could capture what God's put on my heart. If I don't free myself of others' expectations or even my own, I freeze and I put the pen down. And I did that for years and years and years and years. Recently in a discussion with my husband, I just... I couldn't understand why anymore, why what I have to say is important or matters. And now that might sound ridiculous to some, or you can relate to it. I don't know, but I just really thought about there's so many people out there with good messages. And I don't know, what, what do I have to add to that conversation? I know what God's done for me and my family, but why is it important that I get on a platform to communicate that. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to what God's done for me, because in circles everywhere I share, smaller circles, um, I just didn't know why it had to get to the point of like communicating it to a broader audience. Um, I hope it's, I hope it's a blessing to you. And I'll tell you what my husband said to me. He said, do it even if it's for one person even one, because it took one person to reach him and walk him down an aisle to uh, accept God into his heart. Um, and that happened to be my brother, Danny D-Boy Rodriguez, that did that. Um, it took one person to walk up to my mom when she was homeless on the streets of New York City. And that changed generations. It became a matter of, I've gotten comfortable and content being in the field. I don't mind it, but when God asks of you, and by that I mean I get people reaching out frequently, 
and turn down opportunities to share. And and it wasn't because I'm not excited about what God's done. It's because I couldn't wrap my brain around why people are curious about me and what the journey's been. But at this point, if I don't let you all in, I'm disobedient. And I will just tell you this much. If it reaches a lot of people and blesses them, I, I'm thankful for that. But if this reaches only one person and they say, I can open my mind to believing that God is good and has good for me in spite of all the darkness and ugliness I've had to wade through. If there's really good at the end of that or somewhere in that, you've helped point that out to me. If I hear that even from one, then I'm thankful that God used my husband and fellow artists, my kids, many others. I'm thankful for this platform and to be able to share with you. I pray it reaches again, even one. And um, this is my very first release ever of a piece called The Letter. And this is kind of a pre-season episode. So we'll break down um, in greater detail some of the concepts touched on in the letter. But I will just tell you that I've learned over time that others' words don't strike as deeply and cut as hard as what I can tend to say to myself. And um, the first part of the letter is tough. I pray that you hold on. For the second part, my thoughts get interrupted. I'll just put it to you that way. So God bless. Happy Mother's Day. And there'll be another episode this week that will begin season one. God bless. Oh, how sweet. Someone mailed me a letter. Better than email and looks to have a personal touch and on fine paper. The corners are singed. What's in something so beautiful? It looks custom made for me. And so like a kid that's allowed to take a sneak peek and open just one gift on Christmas Eve, I very carefully opened it and it reads, Gigi, I know you think you're something special, God's gift to this earth, like your mother birthed you as a gift for all of us, but you're not. There's nothing different in you than in the long line of those before you. I despise everything about you. What makes you think you have special skills like no one else? Haven't you felt out of place lately? I've even heard you say out loud, I hate me. Look at you and look for a long minute. Give it time. You think you know everything about words that heal and words that rhyme. But as far as I can see, you're no further than the little girl you were. Pills in hand, the accident, the kid unplanned, threw your guts up on that windowsill. Listen to me. Get back down. Think I'm playing with you? I'm telling you who you really are, and it's not who you think. See, I'm the other side of you being honest with us, with me. You caught the mic? Continued a mission? 
You get these buzzwords all stuck in your head like purpose and calling. You're kidding yourself. Go back to that messy kitchen. Stay inside all day and do dishes. Get thoughts of more than what you see in front of you out of your head. Those glory days are dead. Rest your head on that pillow all day. Don't let paper touch pen again. You'll just get to the end of you and find me all over again. What's this? My writing's been interrupted. And the rest, it's written in red. Hey Gigi, I've commandeered this letter you wrote and mailed to yourself. You've written too many lies for me to stand by silently and let this go on. I created you in your mother's womb. I know everything about you more than you do. I carried you when you thought you were alone. And I placed in you everything you could ever need to succeed and the answer to most everything you need to know in this world. But it seems you try your best to walk alone. Just come back. Come back home. I've known since the day you took your first breath that everything about you is completely unique, but I can't make you drink from my cup if you want to duck and dodge and run to the lake and drink contaminated water. You're my daughter. It pains me to hear the things you say to yourself. Your self-doubt will kill you. Those pills won't fill you. That drink won't numb anything inside that you think you hide so well. And I cast to hell your self-hate and your victim mentality. My word leaves you instructions to thrive, not barely survive. You say you know me, but you don't live with me or like me. You're living your life harder than it needs to be, all because of your voice the one that wrote this letter and sometimes you make it louder than mine so I speak peace not always understanding the ultimate plan for you is in my hands I gifted you to speak my hope to others use my name you have full access to my power my voice would be louder than your self-doubt if you got up and out I'll carry out my mission in you. Just pick up the gifts and the sword that I gave you. Who made you? This world or me? Believe again. I'm your father, your friend. It's a lie to believe your prime time's dead and gone. Let's do this thing, the thing you let me do in you. And tell them about the freedom I bring. Sing it from the rooftops like you did in the beginning. Commanding you to silence inside. This is why I told you to hide my word in your heart. I'm the light in the dark of this world. So are you ready? You're my baby girl. I love you. Signed, your Heavenly Father.